0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to bid a fond farewell to our dear friend, Netflix. Netflix, you were there for us during those lonely nights when we craved company but couldn't be bothered to socialize. You provided us with the perfect excuse to cancel plans and spend an entire weekend binge watching our favorite shows while neglecting real life responsibilities.
1: Now, as we bid you adieu, we must acknowledge the new contenders for our attention. The rise of countless streaming platforms vying for our affection, threatening to tear us away from your comforting embrace. But fear not, dear Netflix, for you will forever hold a special place in our hearts. You are our first love, the one who introduced us to the magical world of online streaming.
0: Farewell, Netflix, and thank you for the endless entertainment. You will be missed, but your legacy will live on in the countless hours we spend avoiding real-life responsibilities. Rest in buffering peace. What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we finally catch up on the Snyderverse to talk about Shazam Fury of the Gods, and we reminisce about our recently departed friend, Netflix. So let's get into it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy, Don. How we doing, man? chris
1: what is up today my friend we are okay um just relaxing here on this uh sunday and ready to talk some stuff with you doing okay though
0: just counting down the two hours to the final episode of succession which i'm sure we will talk about here in the near future
1: yeah man it's a uh hbo heavyweight yeah another another hbo heavyweight there it's time has come these these uh these series finales are always like, you know, appointment television. You got to be there in case some craziness happens. I don't want to see anything on the internet tomorrow because I because I didn't watch it tonight. You got to be there when it starts and, and just be part of it. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure we're going to have a little talk about it next week if we get that together. Because we as as those of you who've been following the show know, we've been talking about the show here and there this entire final season. So, yeah. Uh, Happy and sad. Bittersweet, I guess, is the the phrasing here. But um, yeah, yeah that's, that's tonight. That is tonight. 10 weeks went by quick. Doesn't it? Real like when quick. You're, when you're watching a show, 10 weeks goes by fast. Like 10 weeks and in the other phase of life feels like forever. But when you're watching a show and you don't want it to end, you're like, it's already week 10. How? How this happen? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't like it. But we are here. I'm excited
0: about that. We had another crazy thing happen this week. And uh, I'm very curious to hear about it. But I, I logged into my Netflix account this week and it said Netflix is for people in your home. And it wanted to know if I wanted to establish my home as the account holder, which I did not because I am not the account holder.
1: So I was going to say, are we going to admit that we're like dirty password sharers? Yeah. Or have been dirty I had shares? I had
0: the password forced upon me because
1: I canceled Netflix
0: with all and just i was done with netflix last year and then my boss was like hey are you watching stranger things and i said no and i was like i don't i don't care and he was like you have to watch stranger things and he just pulled out a piece of paper and he was like here's here's the thing and he just wrote down four passwords and said it's one of these passwords so i kind of logged in and i was like all right so i watched yeah. stranger things and just kind of had it and waiting he's no longer my boss so i kept waiting for him to boot me we never uh. did so then i sent him a text and i was like hey man I might have stole your Netflix account so make sure everything's cool and uh, let me know if I owe you any money or whatnot but he was like no we're in everything's cool I'm like all right so I'm like bye thanks it was a wild ride so yes I'll
1: admit that I had a Netflix password forced upon me well listen it's a thing that's that's kind of always been Netflix sharing passwords has been like their thing even they had a tweet famously like a few years ago like love is sharing a password like they Mm -hmm. kind of encouraged it they knew people were doing it people were talking about it like back when Netflix was the big shit like king shit walking around streaming service and everybody wanted it now in these kind of lean years where people are canceling their accounts and there's so many different other options they kind of just have now it's been rumored to have like that it was gonna happen for what a year now talking about they're gonna do it they're gonna they're gonna knock out password sharing they're gonna make it whatever uh but yeah it finally happened (laughs) yeah we're like they're not really gonna do it and they they did it Uh... they did do it so i'm waiting for what that means
0: and what that means for their bottom line and what that looks like and then what does that mean going forward for all the other streaming services because like amazon tweeted out making fun of them did you
1: see amazon's Mm -hmm. tweet yeah, they're like, everyone who has our password can watch or something. Yeah. yeah, they basically were roasting Netflix right to their face, their digital face.
0: Basically saying, hey,
1: we don't care that people share our passwords.
0: Now, granted, right. Amazon, I think, is one that probably nobody shares their passwords to. Because, like, I don't want you to order shit on my Net- my Amazon. <laughs> my credit right. cards and shit are in there, you know? Like, it's one thing just to log into Netflix and watch something that doesn't affect
1: you. If you log into my Amazon, that could affect me. The other thing is... I don't think anybody has Amazon Prime because of the the streaming service. Every you have Amazon Prime because it's included with your Amazon Prime membership for like ordering things to your house, like products. It's just yeah. a it's just a perk that's included with that. It's not. Yeah, I don't think anybody was like, I gotta get Amazon Prime because of amazing Miss Maisel. Like no no one's doing that. I don't yeah. think you know. Uh, their, their, their flagship show is the boys, which we like, but like the general public, is that really move the needle? Uh, yeah. I don't so know yeah, but I don't it was agree. still funny that they kind of were roasting them for that. So yeah, once again, all the other streaming services are aware
0: that it's happening on their platforms. And as of right now, I'm sure they're all watching Netflix to see what happens because if Netflix starts making some money, we're going to see this again across the board with other streaming platforms. But I know you also sent a picture to our text group that showed that you had the same message you're also telling me before we started recording you have a curveball so tell me a little (laughs) bit about your netflix experience and we'll see where we're going
1: uh yeah i I saw the same message as you like a day later because it like took me that long to log into netflix and didn't have it anymore now i'm a dirty password sharer also but it's from like my sister um we've kind of had the thing where i could use her netflix account she uses my disney plus account it's kind of just been you know Mm -hmm. balance that way uh disney hasn't done this to us yet maybe they're next who knows but so i told her about it i was like oh netflix is gone i was like and i told her i was like honestly i don't care like just don't (laughs) don't i was like don't even do anything about it i don't watch this i don't watch netflix really like i like stranger things and i think you should leave is funny but like besides that really am I gonna miss anything I don't watch it for any movies has a ton of stand-up comedy that I don't really watch just like I don't really go to Netflix it's one of my last things I would click on yeah so, so I told her don't even worry about it and then she like texted me back she's like ah, I don't care I'm just gonna pay the whatever eight dollars you still have it and I was like well you don't have to I'm telling you that I do not care and I don't want it <laughs> and she was she was like no nah, I don't worry about it I was like eh, whatever so I, I guess we still have Netflix um but yeah I could see I'm that. Still, yeah, I still am uh, acknowledging this this passing of Netflix, and I don't know. I've been seeing stuff of people out there, like even people who own the account mm-hmm. and it's theirs, are are mad and like canceling and be like, "Nah, I don't need this anymore," just because it's annoying to them that it's happening. Because there's situations like family out of town or people who have kids in college who are using their Netflix account, like. And they're like, you're telling me my kids can't use this now that I pay for it. And like they're away at college and now they can't have Netflix anymore because they're not in my same house. But like we're part of the same family. That's so stupid. And they're like, canceled, canceled. There was like a hashtag unsubscribe or cancel Netflix going around. So we'll see what happens. Well, I think what's weird about it is that
0: you have people who genuinely like upgraded their packages to get more streams to be able to share. So like they would go from the two stream $15 package to the four stream $20 package. So they could give a stream to their kids in college, you know, and like Mm -hmm. they were very conscious of making sure that they were paying for the devices and not where they're streaming, but they're paying for, you know, they always said, Hey, you get four devices that you could stream on simultaneously. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say where, and I mean, it might in fine print somewhere, but it's like, Oh I have four devices, and then you have a lot of people who genuinely upgraded and are paying more money to Netflix to get that many streams to account for all of the people in their family. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you were one of those people that went out of your way to do the right thing, at least in your eyes, whether it's right or wrong, you know, depending on who you are, that would be annoying, right. You know, like, oh wait, I upgrade. i'm I'm trying to follow the rules as as I understand them, and now you're telling me. That doesn't matter and you want me to drop eight bucks per stream and i can only add i think two people anyway yeah so i mean what what the netflix has got to worry about is all the people who downgrade their subscription mm-hmm. and are paying for the twenty dollar one to get four streams and now they're like well i don't need that now so let me go down to the ten dollar one stream one and yeah. then it's like they're not worried about people like me signing up now you just lost any chance of getting money from me on top of the $10 that you're now losing a month from that person who doesn't need four streams anymore. Yeah. So yeah. most That's... likely they're going to do exactly what Netflix thinks it's going to do and they'll probably end up making money because like I said, people like your sister would just be like, eh, eight bucks, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And just pay it and you just do what it is. So it's one of those things. And if I was, if I was in your sister's position, I'd probably do the exact same thing. I'd be like, don't worry about it. I just paid it yeah I mean
1: you know I would that would be my my default yeah at the end of the day eight bucks is what it is but to some people that's like it's more like the principle of it yeah you know and then I think they're also banking on a lot of people who were password sharing like not paying for it being like well it's gone now I gotta have it because I'm watching such and such so okay I'll get my own subscription I don't think they're gonna get as many of those as they I think so because they're like we kind of alluded to there is so many options now that netflix is not the like required necessity in quotes that it once was maybe f- even you know five years ago yeah so, see um,
0: netflix was the shit when they had everything mm-hmm. then everybody wanted to do their own so they oh here goes friends here goes seinfeld here goes the office here goes all walking and well, what walking dead still over there but they just pulled All of the reasons that people were watching things, but even movies, everything else just got pulled to go to wherever other platform that it belongs. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there with just Netflix originals. and Which are very hit or miss. Very hit or miss. I I don't think I've ever seen a Netflix movie that I genuinely was like, holy shit. Maybe The Harder They Fall was the closest. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, just seeing a Netflix movie there. I know what a Netflix movie is, and usually it's just like, oh, it's a three star. I liked it, but I'll never think about it again. You know, like
1: The Irishman, maybe or fucking The Irishman, b- Bird Box. If people like watched the Bird, Bird Box.
0: Box, yeah, I never watched it.
1: People liked the Bird Box, but that's what I
0: heard. But yeah, I just never got around to watching it. I never watched mm-hmm. uh, the Red Notice with the Rock no i never i I like i just i don't watch anything so there's not enough now i'm not i will say netflix was what we were jumping into heavy because we were watching a lot of Mm stand-up in the last like couple weeks so it was like oh i gotta go find stand-up somewhere else but you know what there's stand-up everywhere
1: that's what youtube's for (laughs) youtube
0: on top of hbo has their own stand-up paramount is tied with comedy central which is loaded with stand-up yeah. um so yes i i am genuinely bummed that i'm not able to watch season three of i think you should leave i was kind of pumped up for that next weekend but all those skits make their way to youtube
1: i was gonna say just go find a friend that has netflix that wants to watch it and make it like you could watch you could pump through all those in one night <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean yeah I'll be like, all
0: right who's who wants to have a i think you should leave party yeah. or uh we jump on zoom down and you just share your screen and we'll watch it together.
1: That's it. That's our way of pirating. There it is.
0: I I like that idea right there. So we'll, we'll make that a plan. We'll get some other people in here and we'll do a party zoom and we'll watch. I think you should leave. Mm. Just solve it. So Netflix, we'll see what happens with Netflix. Let us know your Netflix scenario. Cause I'm sure there's probably a lot of you out there listening that are sharing dirty share password shares <laughs> as we are. Um, So let us know if you're going to stay subscribed, if if you care, or you like Don's sister, and you're just like, whatever, I'll pay it. I'm sure a little bit of all of us are out there. Depends on what side you are.
1: RIP Netflix.
0: RIP Netflix.
1: Kind of. You're
0: dead to me. It's dead to me at the moment. So I guess we ain't talking about Sweet Tooth on this show. (laughs) Because I only watched the first episode, and I never went back.
1: Bye-bye, Sweet Tooth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, we are here to talk about Shazam to Fury of the Gods,
1: the end of the Snyderverse. Is this considered Snyderverse? Hmm. This is considered Snyderverse. Um, even in the beginning of the movie, you hear mentions of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. So yeah, it's it's technically, I think, um, part of the end of the Snyder- Snyderverse. Is, is it then officially the last Snyderverse film, or is that going to be The Flash? I don't know because I don't know what the fuck the Flash is exactly. We're not outside just know. being a Batman movie. We're not going to know that until we until we see it. But uh...
0: what's funny is like Shazam is a character that seems like it wants to be part of the Snyderverse so bad, but was never invited. They they like don't want to let him
1: in. Yeah, the because
0: club. they talk about all of those characters more than in any other movie that are actually tied into the Snyderverse and their solo movies. Like Wonder Woman's not talking about Superman she's not talking about batman she's just like oh it's 1984 well i guess that's a bad example hers her movies were in the past but yeah but i mean like you know what i mean like none of these other characters aquaman wasn't talking about anybody but shazam i I
1: never saw aquaman was he talking about those other heroes i saw it in theaters and don't remember it but
0: okay i so what i'm saying could be worthless but my memory (laughs) It it sounds right my memory and and regardless Shazam 1 and Shazam 2 talked about those characters more than i feel like any of those other ones and Shazam is the character that wasn't in any of those other people's movies like as far as i'm concerned outside of i guess this movie and we'll talk about it all those characters don't know who Shazam
1: is mm, right like and they're just like this the nerdy kid outside let me
0: come in and play
1: yeah, I think it's just Shazam's way of kind of trying to remind audiences, like, "Hey guys, we're part of this world too. Like Batman exists somewhere in some other town. Uh, we're we're part of it." But DC uh, didn't even want Black Adam to be part of the Shazam universe, and Black Adam is Shazam's like number one villain. I think that's Dwayne Johnson didn't want Black Adam to be part of Shazam. He like refused. I that's, to, yeah, to be part things. of. He chose to play. <laughs> I know we're getting sidetracked here a little bit, but he chose to play Shazam's nemesis and, like, refused to be in Shazam 2 or 1 or have anyone, like, from Shazam Cameo and Black Adam. He refused to have them connect in any way. They both have the same lightning bolt on their chest. Their powers both came from the same damn wizard or whatever. And it's like, he refused. He's like, no, I want to fight Superman. Like, I like The Rock, but the more I talk about him, that guy's a dick sometimes. <laughs> and it's just like... That's why you're back in the fan the fast franchise because they rebooted your because da- your damn Black Adam movie failed because you refused to play ball with anybody, uh. But yeah, anyway, I could go on forever about that, but yeah, it's stupid. Yeah,
0: it, was, <laughs> it just it just is. But I find it funny that it's part of the Snyderverse, but not really. Yeah. It hasn't actually done anything, but let me give you a quick synopsis of Shazam: Fury of the Gods, and then we'll talk about whether we liked it or we didn't, and what we thought about it. So, in Shazam: Fury of the Gods, the eagerly awaited sequel, eagerly sequel to the hit superhero film, we find our lovable teenage hero Billy Batson, aka Shazam, back in action. This time, he must face a formidable new threat in the form of the wicked Hespera and her sisters. As Billy, along with his superhero siblings, harness their incredible powers they must navigate the challenges of newfound fame and unravel the mysteries of their own familial bonds packed with action humor heart shazam fury of the gods promises an electrifying adventure that will leave audience both entertained and inspired entertained and inspired huh
1: <laughs> <Woo>.
0: <laughs> so then um with that little uh, snarky response there buddy um <laughs> we wanted to. We come up. We've been doing more and more movie reviews, and we've been jumping out on YouTube a little bit more in the review category. So we're going to put together our our own little review scale, one to five. We're not going to do stars or thumbs up. We're doing pairs of glasses here. We both wear glasses. Raise the geek. You, know, you get the duct tape in the middle. So we're doing pairs of glasses. Mm. And Don, mm-hmm. review of scale of one to five. Mm. What did you think of Shazam two? fury of the gods and give me a quick why it falls where you fall and you can give halves if you want
1: oh half a pair just a one pair half just a half you know just just a a one just a monocle (laughs) i'm giving it two pairs of glasses and a monocle (laughs) we're gonna give those scores now okay
0: let's uh yeah
1: i want to i want to know what you
0: thought about the movie just a quick thing and then we'll dive into the actual movie
1: Okay, we're doing scores one lowest, 5 highest. That's how we're yep. doing it. One so- is that you hated it and couldn't get through it, 5 is that you loved it. All right. Ugh. Well, I got through it. So, I guess I'm not giving it that one. Yeah. But I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a 2. Two pairs of glasses out of 5. Um, didn't really like it. Didn't really like it. And, you know what? I didn't think I would, and I kind of <laughs> knew that going in. But um, as with most superhero media, we try to take it in and at least see what's going on, and it's DC, and we're big DC fans, and I kind of, you know, I liked the first one a little bit. Like, it was okay. I thought it was fun for what it was, kind of just family fun, a nice little straying away from the bleakness that DC had been, the first Shazam movie. Yep. So that's that was what made that movie fun to me uh this movie kind of has the same spirit of that but it's just much more i don't know muddled and and jumbled and confusing and just frankly boring um not that funny i could tell it's trying to be funny but it's not uh over time what's the actor's name who who plays shazam the main actor i can't think zachary of levi zachary levi He. it's like come out that he's like a jerk and like in real life so that kind of affected my viewing um I don't know man just uh kind of (laughs) sucked like it just wasn't that great the action was kind of just bland and and felt like generic run-of-the-mill like they just like how we did that um eulogy for netflix at the beginning of this just made by ai like threw it in a computer and made whatever maybe that's how they made the script of this movie i don't know because it just didn't seem like it had any kind of any kind of like uniqueness or heart to it it's just like imagine have ai write the most generic superhero movie you could and maybe this is what would come out um i don't know i can get more detailed about it as we We go on but i didn't i did not like this movie really um Caught myself looking down at my phone a lot, not even paying attention, just trying to force my way through it. But um, that happens from time to time. So yeah, two two glasses for me. How about you, my friend? I oh, he's think- he's thinking about it. I know. I, well,
0: I'm. It's it's a thing. I did not like this movie. Okay. I I think my original instinct was to give it three pairs of glasses because it's it was fine it wasn't offensive to me it wasn't like i was fine watching it i sat and watched it but yeah if you asked me why things were happening my response is i don't know <laughs> why did they do that i don't know why no, did they say don't. that i don't know so yeah. like it like you said i agree with the ai aspect like i don't know who wrote this movie or what they were thinking i don't know like there's just it felt like there was missing things like things got pulled out of the editing room And then the performances, I think, took me out of it. Like, the things that they chose to do in this movie was really weird. And, you know, sometimes there's, like, little things that happen in movies that throw you off. Like, in Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, I never understood how, like, Spider-Man's mask kept appearing and reappearing and disappearing and reappearing and disappearing. And, Uh like, they wouldn't let him talk without moving his face. Like, Venom couldn't say a line unless you saw Tover Grace's face. (laughs) Right, and it's something that you don't really notice but when you notice it then you're just like why is that happening and you don't know Mm. and Ant-Man 3 they kept popping his helmet on and off and I'm like where's that helmet going and I got so distracted by that 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 and that there were a lot of things in this movie that distracted me to that level where I'm like I was always questioning why things were happening the way that they were happening so I like I really didn't like this movie but it was inoffensive to me where I would give it three pairs of glasses like it was fine
1: I didn't I not
0: like it. I didn't hate it, but like I said, I'm I'm in a good mood. You were in a good mood when you were watching it. Yeah, so I just was, you know, having a good time roasting it and yeah. chilling. So I, I I I think that that was kind of where we were at. Um, we talked a little bit about what, what we remembered about Shazam, which was that it was funner, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially for DC's previous offerings. Zack Snyder really darkened up the tone of superhero films compared to Marvel and the MCU and then we got to Shazam basically and you're like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." And I thought the the idea that character worked. I thought that uh Zachary Levi played that character really well of being like kind of a little bit immature and like a kid childlike. being yeah, childlike. I thought he did a really good job with that and it was Created some moments that were genuinely funny, as far as I remember. I know I watched in theaters. I don't think I've ever watched it again, so I could be overshooting. You watched it more recently, so am
1: I about on par? Yeah, that's about right. I feel like they that movie kind of existed as a answer to certain things that were going on elsewhere. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe certain people were looking at what Marvel was doing and like, you know, what these movies are lighthearted and people are responding well to that. We need one of those. Yeah, and Shazam's kind of like a good character to do that with now I'm not going to pretend but I think part of the reason why I don't love these movies either like I had fun with the first one but I don't love it Yeah. or the second one is because I don't care about Shazam like I'm I'm just being real like yeah. I, I understand a lot, some people do but he's never like been on my radar I've never gone out of my way to buy a Shazam book I've never gone out of my way to read Shazam stories or Black Adam for that matter which is right. maybe why I didn't like that movie either <laughs> just like um Love DC, love the characters I love, though, you know, mm-hmm. and Shazam is just not one of them. And unlike the Marvel movies where they presented characters that I don't know, like the Guardians of the Galaxies, which we just did an episode on, yeah. those movies made me love those characters. Like, these yeah. movies don't do that. It's just kind of like, ah eh, Shazam, fun, kind of Superman, I guess, but a child. Okay, I'll sit and watch this. So now, did was there anything...
0: Mm-hmm. that you thought this movie did well we're talking fury of the gods fury of the gods was there anything mm-hmm. that jumps out at you i have something that i can that i genuinely did like that this movie did so i could start if you need to think about it
1: yeah why don't you go ahead and start that but
0: one of the one of the things i really actually liked was and spoilers for fury of the gods not like you care <laughs> it's
1: been out it's been out it's been long.
0: out it's been out in theaters it's now on hbo sorry it's now on max and don't get,
1: uh, don't get us sued now call it by what it's called
0: now it's on max don't try to watch it on hbo um it might be on hbo i don't know but anyway it's on max you can watch it that's how we watched it spoilers here on out we're talking about shazam fury of the gods but the thing that i liked was to, about to guess the halfway point when uh lucy lou's character and i'm never gonna think of her name so lucy lou um i don't put that much effort into this but when <laughs> lucy lou like built the tree and all of those like mythical creatures came out. Okay. I really liked the effects that they used on those creatures. Like they almost look like claymation style. Um, they didn't look real, they didn't look cheesy, but I thought they looked really cool of just like the minotaurs and stuff, because they had almost that stop motion classic feel to them. I really liked the way that they designed those and and did that. Um, that's about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. That's about
0: Um, it. Uh, I could probably come up with more. I mean, I did get through it. I mean, I I thought the effects genuinely were well done. It was still I mean, at this point in the world, I mean, we've been since 1996, when Independence Day came out and they destroyed the White House. And you saw mass destruction. We've seen shit being blown up how many times now since like since I mean, Independence Day, that was like a big deal. We never seen shit like that before. Mm-hmm. At that scale. And now it's 30 years later. We've seen this shit a million times. So when they're showing all this crazy destruction, I just find myself spacing out like, I don't care about this anymore. Right. Like I there's no stakes as to why I care about stuff being destroyed. Um like it looks cool. The effects were done really well. Um, the dragon looked cool. I thought, you know, like I said, I thought the magic, well, there was a lot of cool elements to it. I just didn't care about any of it because of the story. Yeah. Like, I do hate that some of these stories, these movies just be like, oh, well, we'll just throw some a bunch of cool effects and people will be happy. And I'm like, nah, you need more than just flashy special effects now. You used to be able to get away with that when special effects were cool. Now it's, they're not cool yeah. anymore. So, right. you have to give me a story because I've seen it all before. So, if I don't I can... care about what's happening, then I don't care about the movie and you're just wasting your time and money.
1: Yeah, and, like, the whole, like, the big villain on the dragon riding the dragon. I mean, how many times are we going to see that? We've seen it now. Like, it just felt tired. Like, they even made a joke. He called her Khaleesi. Like, you're making fun of yourself. You guys are, like, sitting here, I'm not saying ripping off Game of Thrones, but, like, we've seen this done better. And, like, you're even acknowledging that in your dialogue of this film. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, that stuff was kind of, like, eh. Um, Cringy. I agree with you the the I do agree with you when I think about it those trolls and all those little monsters did look kind of cool and the unicorn uh the unicorns that came after those looked cool to me too
0: um yeah except for everything else about the unicorns I hated
1: yeah well the, the one part I'm sitting here racking my brain as you're talking like was there anything I liked about this movie one part of this movie did actually make me genu- genuinely laugh when they were riding those unicorns and I laughed because it looked stupid at first I was like chuckling but then when the little sister like the youngest <laughs> one <laughs> said like taste the rainbow motherfucker like <laughs> yeah but then they, they cut her off before she said fuck but like just the thought of it like I did really laugh at that that made yeah. me laugh um but like controlling them with skittles just come on so <laughs> yeah <and dumb. laughs> <I know. laughs> She just threw Skittles in this unicorn's
0: face when it was coming to murder her and the Skittles. Yeah. It's the closest thing we have to this sweet nectar of the gods is Skittles. Like,
1: like how much did Skittles pay you guys for this? That's that's whatever, but uh, I don't know. The costumes, I like them. The colorful family costumes are cool, and sometimes the family dynamic is cool, but yeah, just... Um... Oh, and, and sorry to the girl who, the older sister... Like they all transformed. Did you, I mean, obviously you know this, they're little kids. There's a different actor playing them when they transform into their superhero selves. The older sister was exactly herself. She played both roles. I don't know. Did she? Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. And she did not in the first film. Um, I think she just like aged up a little bit and they're like, ah, we're going to use you for both. So like everyone else got their job back except the actress who played the (laughs) transformed oldest sister. But, like, don't you think the other kids would be like, hey, how come we all look different and you look exactly the same? Like, like yeah. uh, Billy's an 18-year-old. All of a sudden, now he's a 40-year-old. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Like, but the, the older sister just, lo- oh, you look exactly, like, it's just you. How come, what's going on? How come the rest of us, even I, the fat what- brother, how come the fat brother can't just be himself in a suit? Right. Um, um and it's funny
0: that you mentioned that because I did genuinely. I remember thinking as I was watching that and looking at her, and I was like, man, they did a really good job with that casting.
1: <laughs> right. No, it was her,
0: it was the same. Yeah, movie. that's funny. Yeah, I didn't catch that, but I guess yeah. I did.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, talking about the transformation, I feel like where this movie failed, where the first one did, was that. Aspect, which is a huge portion of Shazam is the transformation, and I felt like it wasn't done as well as the first one mm-hmm. where i I felt especially i mean, I could just start with Billy, but it goes across the board was one Zachary Levi played Billy way too young, and mm-hmm. like every time you saw Bill, it never matched. like you'd see Billy right. and he was acting one way, and then he turned into Shazam, and he was like an idiot. Yeah, he he's supposed to be eighteen, not eleven. Yeah, he was still acting like he was like twelve. Right. Yeah, eleven, twelve, but then like he wasn't. He was almost eighteen, so like no. it never
1: matched. And and Billy, when Billy's a kid, he's he was acting much more mature. Yeah. than yeah. older than than Zachary Levi. So man, you are absolutely correct about that. The the personalities did not match up. And it was almost like that with
0: everybody. Like they always Mm -hmm. felt like they were acting like the adults were acting a lot more immature than the actual kids. Oh my God, you're right about that. Even the smallest little girl, when she was an adult, was acting like she was like eight. Or, you know, I don't know how old the younger girl was, but like when she's a young girl and she loses her powers, she's like smart enough and like, I'm gonna throw Skittles at a unicorn. I'm gonna like save the day. And I know all this stuff, but like when she was a superhero as an adult, she's like, oh, I forgot to save people because cat, I see a kitty in a car.
1: And she's using like baby talk.
0: Yeah, yeah like using baby talk and doing stuff. And I'm like, that's not what the girl sounds like. Like when you show her <laughs> as a child, yeah, she it. doesn't this sound is... like that.
1: This is a huge plot point, I think, you've just pinpointed that I wasn't really thinking about, but yeah, <laughs> that's stupid. That is It like, annoyed me. That was it what
0: bothered, and it, it was so hard for me to focus on the actual like story or care about any of these characters because it was so jarring, and because they spent so much time in their adult Shazammed outfits, mm-hmm. where I just couldn't that's all i saw so i they were i was like these are all idiots i want to like i never got to care about the kids i never got refreshed as to who the kids were from the first movie it was just like we're just shazam and then they were like family meeting and they would just go to like the cave and they would be Shazamed. and i was like why Why can't you just be kids and like talk about this why do you have to be shazammed yeah why are
1: you guys in your suits down, yeah they were in their suits down in
0: you know, they didn't have to go to that basement to just sit and talk. They could have just unshazammed and went down to, like, the basement of the house or sat in <laughs> right. one of their bedrooms and had, like, a meeting. And then they wouldn't have to worry about mom walking in to tell them it's time for dinner and realize all the kids are missing.
1: Well, th- that way, Zachary Levi wouldn't have had enough screen time and Adam Brody from the OC wouldn't have had enough screen time. So, But he's um, not about them. I know. It's it, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. So I just kept, I kept just getting distracted
0: because it was, they were always Shazammed. Mm-hmm. And then they were having their name, Mr. Every Power. And I'm just like,
1: what is happening?
0: What is happening right now? I'm like, is that a thing? Like one, th- as we, as we admitted, I don't know shit about Shazam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't really need to, but like, is that what they call themselves in the comics? Do they have names? Know. Which one no, is Shazam? Like...
1: <laughs> Shazam is Shazam. like. Okay. Captain Marvel also has been called, but like you can't use that name because of copyright stuff with Marvel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zachary Levi Shazam, and they're the family has a has another name. I don't know. My like absence of knowledge on this is showing right now, but um, that's fine. Yeah. Well,
0: once again, that's all shit that they should have told
1: us. Right. Exactly.
0: Why was none of this in their this movie? It was just kind of like you said, generic. And it just was what it was.
1: I I liked Lucy Lou hamming it up. Do you think Helen Mirren is regretting making this, or she's just like, oh, it's a paycheck? Yeah, it was just a paycheck. She didn't give no shit. She's
0: in the Fast and Furious movies too. She knows what she. <laughs> oh
1: my God, doing. you're right. Yeah,
0: she knows what she's doing. What did you did you know that Anne, the the
1: third sister, the, the young third sister. sister did you okay. see that coming? Um, uh, no. Okay not not immediately i maybe i mean i i figured it out at some point that that was going on but yeah at first i didn't really know why did you see it right away yeah she was too attractive to be talking to freddy <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like she was freddy.
0: very adamant of just like she was she was overly interested in what freddy was bringing his game and his game wasn't that good so like he was this little yeah. crippled kid on a crutch just getting beat up. And I was just kind of like – was, it was weird. It just wasn't – it didn't match.
1: I also kind of felt just on the same subject but a little different. Like the, the him being bullied and, like, knocked over and, like, his, his crutch being bent and, like, pushed down in school as a kid with a disability was kind of cringy to me at first. I was like, ooh, I don't feel like we should be doing this. <laughs> like – I get this whole school bully thing, but the the handicapped kid or the disabled kid, I don't think you should be doing that. Um, Usually you don't. Yeah, It made me feel all g- gross inside watching that. Well, and then
0: it made me feel worse when I laughed when he got hit in the face with the football. <laughs> <laughs> it just was a good shot. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh, shit, they just knocked him down with a football. And, then, you know, he's smiling because the girl likes him. And I'm like, yeah, that girl's a bad guy she's one of the sisters she's one of the sisters because they didn't say how many sisters so that one to me i don't know why it just uh, i was looking to spoil the movie so it just jumped out i was like oh my god so even when they did that i was like oh that makes
1: sense i gotcha yeah uh-huh. yeah Just was they, te- they telegraphed it a little bit now the yeah. more you think about it uh-huh.
0: uh huh. Dot, uh dot, dot what else do we have going on in shazam fury of
1: the gods uh, i don't know I don't know, man. We, we've we kind of we've kind of said the same stuff about it, but I think we both kind of agree. It was kind of weak. The The effects, I don't know. What did you think? Were they impressive? I thought they were, were fine. Like a... I, thought, I mean, they were standard for a superhero movie. They
0: were better than Ant-Man Quantumania, I thought. Sure, yeah. I thought, like you said, it was a little bit more grounded. It was fine. It's just, I need more than just effects. And I didn't mm-hmm. get that in this
1: movie, um, what'd you think about the Wonder Woman cameo? Oh yeah, that's one thing i I thought about that earlier we We gotta talk about that, but then, uh, it's just the most the funniest part to me is that one, she wasn't on the same sound stage as them. you could tell, like she filmed it elsewhere she never she never came to the Shazam set. Let's put it that way. Gail Godot was never there. Mm-hmm. um but the funniest thing to me is that is that gonna be Wonder Woman's final appearance? in like the DCEU in Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Is that like the last time we'll ever see her? Uh, Nobody would have thought that. But I don't know. I guess they wanted to just throw someone in there to kind of tie it in. She was available to just film over on the side. It didn't really have much to do with the... Well, I guess it did. She brought him back to life. Yeah, he would have been dead if not for Wonder Woman. Um, So, I mean, I guess it was interesting in a way. I know they kind of have tried to tie these movies together in the past. We had a Superman was kind of in the first one, just like from the neck down. Yeah, Um, His suit was in it. Right. We've had had the silhouettes of Justice League members in Peacemaker. Even Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa were in that. So they kind of try to tie these things in. But, I mean, kind of just a cheap pop for the crowd. Wonder Woman, yay, clap, clap, clap. It wasn't lame. It didn't do anything for me, but yeah.
0: What what does it say about that character Anne? I'm backtracking one second. Mm. Who's a six thousand year old god, but she wants to hang out with sixteen year old Freddie. She's six thousand years old and has mm. like lived some lives and seen some shit, and she's just like, all right, I'm gonna spend some time with the sixteen year old crippled boy. Yeah, yeah, that's. Pedophilia. That's weird, right? Like, there's yeah. you know, 40 year old women who don't want to hang out with 16, you know, you know what I mean, I guess there's some, but this is a 6,000 year old like god who's yeah. seen worlds created and destroyed, and she's yeah, like, Something about Freddy, I don't <laughs> I'm think I'm gonna they go really... give
1: him a kiss. The little boy from it i don't think they follow that i don't think they thought that one through too much um, they
0: thought it through enough that when she said i'm thousand years old and kissed him his parents was like this got inappropriate quick like they made a joke about her being too old for him and even once I mean, even well, when it's
1: with our sons and older women yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: when billy's hitting on wonder woman and they're just like oh our, our sons love the older women and you're just like you guys are making jokes about this but like what does it's it say sick. about these women it's sick <laughs> Like, she was a god and gave up everything for Freddie. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying that Freddie, you know, I'm sure he's a nice guy and all of those but, things. But, I mean, just
1: like, it was just a weird, well, I don't know what to think about her. Apparently that actor to that boy who plays Freddie is problematic and being whatever. You guys can Google it, but uh I might be the last to. we see him anywhere. Um, Ooh. But yeah, Grandma. Just a, just another little plot point, I think, that they didn't really think through. Like, it's kind of weird. That make a lot of sense either. Like you said at the beginning of this conversation, a lot of this didn't make a lot of sense. So just add that to the list of things that just don't, are what nonsensical. Was that, what was that apple? When did, where did that apple come from? I don't even know
0: what you're talking about. What apple? They had that like golden apple that they were chasing and then Lucy Lou got it and she punched it in the ground and that tree grew out.
1: Oh yeah, that tree is how they made all those monsters. Yeah. So I don't. Well, know I don't where I know where it. the apple came from. It's mythology. I don't know. Okay. Mythology just curious. I I didn't know
0: if I missed it or if it just wasn't in the movie. And they were just like, I got this apple. The apple is the key. The apple is the key. I, yeah. Just there were lots of moments like that where I was just like, I don't know what's happening right now. And it could be just that I wasn't paying attention. If you've watched Shazam Fury of the Gods, you rated higher than a three, you loved it, you really liked it. Let us know.
1: We'd love to hear why.
0: Just, Jeez, yeah. Please. Just what what about it was, you know, if you're yelling at your speakers right now going, oh my god, these guys didn't get it. I want to get it.
1: It's possible. We don't get a lot of things. Are you surprised that no one showed up for this movie in theaters? No. No. Neither. One, because I mean, it's just Shazam. It was never going to set the world on fire. Even if it was a fantastic movie, I still don't think it would have like gone crazy. Like, I don't think the general public cares too much about Shazam. Sorry. Yeah. And Also, I think DC kind of, you know, kicked their own legs out from under them before this movie even came out. Like, it didn't have a lot of press. Uh, It wasn't out there running trailers a lot. No one was really talking about it. Before this movie came out, we had our whole regime change from from the old regime to now James Gunn. James Gunn kind of just, like, brushed past this movie when talking about the slate of DC. And, like, we even talked about it on the show after that State of the Union from him. Where he basically did that is like he doesn't even care about it. Why should I? And I yeah, feel like yeah. pe- and and people were convinced that, okay, the Snyderverse is over. This is like still part of that. We know it's not gonna lead to anything. So what's the point? Yeah. Like at least yeah. at least Flash, we know we have an idea that, well, one, we got Michael Keaton in it, so we're excited about that. But then also this might be the bridge connecting the Snyderverse to the future because of the time travel and because of the flashpoint stuff of it. But Shazam is just like, this is just a Adventure that adventure that's not going to go anywhere. So I think that kind of killed a lot of the interest or momentum before this movie even was released. So no, I'm not surprised that uh people didn't really show. And it, even the even the director said he knows what's going on. Like I uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he was just kind of down on this movie before it even came out. Like I knew what I was signing up for. I know what's going on. Like whatever, on to the next thing, kind of kind of a deal. Um so yeah, not surprise you.
0: No, it came out the same weekend of John Wick Four. Sure, Didn't stand a chance. Yeah, or maybe the second weekend was John Wick Four. I know Zachary Levi put out a message saying, "Go see, take your family to Shazam." John Wick's not for families.
1: Yeah, right. That guy's so weird. He's weird now. He like embarrassed himself putting out a tweet to uh, uh what's what's the guy, the creator of The Last of Us. We've talked about him a few times. Why can't I think of his name? This is embarrassing. To Druckmann? Me. Neil Druckmann? Neil Druckmann. Yeah. Like, Zachary Levi tweeted at him, like, publicly, like, at Neil Druckmann, like, loved The Last of Us season one, would love to be cast in season two. What do you think? At Neil Druckmann. And people are like, dude, that's so cringy. Like, here. <laughs> and he, like, deleted it or whatever. But it's like, come on, man. There's there's other channels where you can show your interest rather than. Send him a DM. Yeah, you look real thirsty. You look real desperate for whatever. Uh, but anyway, that was funny to me. So That's no, exactly I don't. I don't. I don't. I know. I don't think this movie stood a chance.
0: No, not at all. Now we have one more chapter of the Snyderverse, as you just mentioned. We got our final Flash trailer this uh, week. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it?
1: Did I? I'm not even sure if I did. I, I probably didn't. did. It's been on like the NBA games, so I've kind yeah. of seen it through osmosis here lately
0: so do you think because this movie got delayed a year do you think that they're actually going to have moments at the end like you just said that ties it into the what where we go or do you think that's just hope and speculation can you see a world in which a universe to stay on theme can you see a universe in which this movie just exists and like doesn't tie in with the DCU. There's no secret surprise like Superman casting or like new versions of any of these characters, and it just is what it is. Because this movie was supposed to come out a year ago and was made even earlier than that when none of this stuff was set. Mm-hmm. Before be. James Gunn got before on James board. Gunn before the DCU Snyderverse was still going strong when this movie existed. Right. The whole point of this movie was just to do with have some multiversal fun with Batman. Mm-hmm. That was what this movie was, and I'm still somewhat. I still think there's a higher percentage that Christian Bale is in this movie. I it's... still feel that that's a thing.
1: Never say never. I they his bat his bat cycles in there. They show it on that trailer, but they but the, I think they've showed Ben Affleck is the one driving it at this point, but if the bike is in there there's a chance i think there's a chance anyway you never know
0: i'm just curious i'm just curious because like you said like the expectation is that the end of this movie by the end of this movie it's going to be like the gateway and the opening for the new dcu
1: Mm -hmm. do you think do you think that that's true I think it would be a smart way to do it if there's not a defined ending, if there wasn't a defined ending to this movie. I don't think that James Gunn would want to leave it open-ended and then just be like, all right, guys, Flash is over. Now we're just rebooting like with no, because, you know, Aquaman 2 is kind of still sitting over here in the corner with Jason Momoa. You know what I mean? No one said anything about that film if it's, As far as we know, it's still coming out, right? Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I forgot about it, but yeah. But it's made, and it's still going to be a thing. And um, So, I don't know. I I feel like there's been enough time and enough reshoots and enough planning where maybe it is going to try to bridge the gap. I think James Gunn has probably been thinking about that and trying to plan a way for for this to work. So, uh, it would not shock me. I'd actually like them to do it that way to kind of keep it, cohesive but not cohesive if, if you know what i mean like leaving the snyderverse behind but in a smart way instead of just like a hard stop and then all right guys here's superman legacy we're starting over here's your, here's your new whatever um so yeah I, I don't know i i'll i'll actually appreciate it more if they are able to do some kind of thing it's the best way to do it i mean flashpoint is like very time travel timeline yep. changing You know Barry's talking about in trailers. I can go fix things. I can save your parents. He's saying to Bruce, "I can save my parents." Like, so time can be tweaked and changed. I guess uh, at the behest of of the creators and the company. So we'll see, man. Um, I kind of hope they do something like that. Instead, you're gonna be surprised if they don't. Maybe I might be surprised if they don't. I mean. There should be some post-credit scenes. I think that'll kind of give us a glimpse of the future, if not more than that. Maybe even something in the film itself. So, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. Are you gonna buy some flash tickets? You going? Or are you still? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how long know. it
0: is. And mm-hmm. I, I, I genuinely, because all I've heard are like insiders who are just like, "Oh my god, this movie's amazing!" But you know what? I've been hearing a lot of insiders since post COVID talk about movies that are amazing and they're not. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like they're lying to me just to get me excited and go into theaters. So I need to, I need to at least see what the general public thinks about this movie. If it gets like an Ant-Man reception where everyone's like, wah, wah, because you know, Ant-Man was the greatest movie that, that the MCU put out since, you know, Wakanda forever. And, You know, every MCU movie is the greatest thing that MCU has ever done. And then you watch the last phase and go, really? I was really pumped for this movie because everyone who saw it said it was amazing. And then I'm realizing everyone who saw it worked on it. So, of course, they're going to say that or they're part of the marketing team. So, like, that's all I've heard is, like, the director and James Gunn. It's the most fantastic superhero movie I've ever seen. Well, yeah, James oh, of course, Gunn. you're going
1: to say that, James.
0: So I'm like, yeah, no, that's cool. But I need to know what genuine... Like unaffiliated people on association um, think about it to see like I said the, the trailers have done nothing for me I don't like that they're only marketing it they're heavily ma- marketing it as this Batman movie Um, that's what they're leaning on and that makes me nervous that is it just uh, they want to hide Ezra Miller and not let you forget or is it genuinely like we don't got anything else in this movie but Batman please come and those that's how I see the marketing that they're doing for this film. So it it's hard for me to get excited for it.
1: But you know what? I've kind of lightened a little bit uh, recently because, yeah, it's being marketed as a Batman movie, but I like Batman. So it's like I, I, I tend to go see Batman things. I go see, you know, pretty much everything Batman that I can, even even Affleck Batman, who I've said in the past who, like, I don't think is my favorite, but I still like some Affleck Batman. Affleck yeah. Batman's in this. Michael Keaton's in this. It's I,
0: like I just wish they could have uh, Spider-Man. What the hell was that Spider-Man movie called? No Way Home? No Way Home. I wish they could have No Way Homed it and made it a surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was, like I you think... didn't
0: have to show me all of it in the trailer as much as you've shown. Um Mike, especially when Michael Keaton only shows up in like for the last like 20 minutes of the movie. Um, which i can
1: is that that a prediction or you? that's a
0: prediction yeah i have this feeling that michael keaton's only in like the back portion it's possible um, that i because i don't picture him throughout this movie like there's a lot for barry to do in this movie and it is a flash movie so like i think the batman in it are there as cameos and fun kind of like no way home you know they showed up at the two-thirds way through and there was a lot of shit that went on through, so I don't imagine them being in it as much as they're making it look like. Um, but yes, I know. It's a Batman movie. I just wish it would have been cooler. So like, if Christian Bale shows up as a surprise, that'd be cool. I'd like yeah, to be surprised.
1: Keep, if they can keep that one hidden away, I think the difference with this is it was harder for them to keep it a secret because they didn't think... People are going to go see a Spider-Man movie no matter what. Yeah. Like no one was guaranteed to go see a flash movie if they only thought it was the flash like the general public they're tricking them into going to see it and that's what it feels like so
0: i'm like i don't want to be tricked so i'm being spiteful but chances are i'm gonna watch it unless it's three hours i'm not watching it for three hours yeah time will tell time will tell i got one more shazam and then we can get out of here oh shit what you got mid-credit scene is shazam part of peacemaker
1: Oh, I had to think about what you were talking about for a second.
0: And that was a cringy ass scene of like the Avenger Society.
1: Ooh, I oh like that. That was like the last joke you guys did. That was that was cheap. That was like, oh, he said Avengers. Oh my god! <laughs> right? Ah. Um, yeah. he did that
0: a couple times where he said things that you didn't think he was would say. Can't remember him now, but I know he did a couple things where he was talking about Marvel. Yeah, and I'm
1: like, oh, I'm being inside baseball. I know they. I know that end scene was like Harcourt from Peacemaker, and the other guy, I, I forget his name, um, Data Box or some something, something, something weird, the, the big guy. It was uh, a long scene. Yeah, it was pretty long for a post-credit scene. But like, they come find Shazam and and talk to him about joining the Justice Society, and he thought they were going to ask him for the Justice League, but that's not what they're asking. That was the whole big joke, and the Justice Society was in Black Adam. That yeah. was they were the know, best part of Black Adam. Right, so I don't think this is that post-credit scene is leading anywhere because I don't think we're doing anything with the Justice Society anymore or anything Black Adam related. So I just think that's another scene that probably leads nowhere. We've had a few of them in our day, but no, I don't, I don't. Just because I those two characters are part of Peacemaker, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Shazam showing up in anything that's just tied to Waller. Yeah, it was just tied to Waller. You know, not necessarily. Peacemaker. I think it would I think that was planned more for like if we do something in the future with the Justice Society after Black Adam, but now Black Adam's over, Shazam's over. So I don't I don't think that's going anywhere. I don't think. And then I didn't know what was going on in the post credit scene
0: with Mark Strong talking to a worm.
1: Yeah, that was strange and unnecessary.
0: Yeah, that did nothing. I mean I'm sure if you know who that worm is or what's happening, maybe it blew your mind, but it did I was just like, what is happening right now?
1: That just might have been with the hope that maybe there'd be a Shazam three someday when we know for a fact there will not be. No. So
0: this was it for Shazam and the family. Most I almost wish they would have kept him like dead just because that would have been like, Oh <laughs> shit, he sacrificed himself. Good job, yeah. you know. Nope. I thought that would have been a little bit more jarring than expected and might have put a little bit of heft behind the movie, but nope. Wonder Woman brought him back to life and he had a spider yeah. in his yeah. mouth.
1: Yeah, just pretty jumbled.
0: Shazam! Fury of the Gods. It was was a thing. Yep, it was a thing that happened in 2023. And by the time we get to 2024, everyone will forget that it was a thing. If not already, when people are going, why are you guys talking about Shazam in June of 2023?
1: It's because we didn't want to go to the theater to watch it. It just came on HBO. I mean, Max, so Mm. we just got to it. Give us a break. Uh, uh, give us give us a break. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so that is where we are at. Uh, we got The Flash coming up. We got Succession here in 55 minutes ready to wrap up a series of that. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. So for Raise mm-hmm. the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm done. And thanks for checking out the show.
1: Where geek is all we speak.